to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all our podcast listeners out there. Uh, this is your host, Brother David, alongside Pastor John Matthews in the house today. How are we doing this evening, sir? Ready. We're ready. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, before we kind of get into the word, I just want to take a, a few minutes, uh, if, if y'all would entertain me, to honor uh, my beloved, my better half, my good thing. Amen. And that's my wife, Bridget Narvez. Amen. Uh, we celebrating 17 years today. So I took an opportunity to write 17 reasons why I love her. So I'll count them down, starting with number 17, saying, I love you because you love me for me. Number 16, I love you because you make me feel special every day. Number 15, I get mad at you quickly, but I forgive you even more quickly. Number 14, you make love exciting. Number 13, you make me happy. Number 12, of all the love stories, ours is my favorite. Number 11, I love you because you're my greatest fan. Number 10, to say I love you is an understatement. Number nine, you make me feel like a kid in love. Number eight, you are my good thing. Not just because I need favor from the Lord, which I always do, but you are my good thing. Number seven, I love you because you value me. Number six, I miss you when you are not around me. Number five, I love making memories with you. Number four, even when you don't have the time, you make some for me. And these are my top three reasons why. Number three, I love you because your smile alone gives me the encouragement to be the man of God called me to be. Number two, I love you because you are you. And the number one reason why I love you, I love you because God loved me. Amen. That's what I have. And I tell you, I, I thank God for her in every special way, Pastor. She has been a tremendous blessing. Like any relationship, we always have our, our trials and tribulations. But, you know, like you stated in your, in your message today, uh, based upon the right foundation, building on the right foundation, uh, which is to getting to know who God is and getting to and allowing God to build you up, to prepare you for what's to come. But God is so gracious. And even though we may not have started on the right, we are able to course correct and make things the way God has intended for. So with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and open up a prayer. 
Well, David, I first of all want to say those were touching words. I'm uh, glad to to be here and to hear those words coming from you to such a wonderful young lady. I'm very proud of you, and uh, I, f I feel fortunate to to have your family as as part of my life, and. Uh, I'm just uh, expectant of what's going to happen going forward uh, with you and Bridget and uh, your marriage, your, your ministry, and all the things that I sense that God wants to do and is going to do uh, in your life. Uh, I think it's a wonderful thing. Again, I'm, I'm grateful for you. Amen. Appreciate that, Pastor. Uh, so we're going to look to heaven right now. Father, we thank you. My God, we thank you for this day. I know we, we, we constantly say that it almost seems ritualistic, but Father, we truly thank you for this day. Uh, we know that your, your, your words are fresh in you and your mercies are new daily, Father, and we thank you for that. We thank you for the opportunity that we have to come to share and build one another up and encourage one another, Father. And we're asking you on this day, Lord, that you touch all the families that are listening to this, uh, Prick their hearts, draw them closer to you, Lord Jesus, Lord, and give give the man of God uh, the wisdom that he needs and the clarity he needs to bring forth, Lord, your your vision for for this ministry, Lord, in this podcast right now. Uh, there's somebody that's actually listening by every word that's being that's coming forth from our mouths and 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 needing it desperately, Father. So we we want to make sure that we speak rightly lord jesus we speak in context we speak with love father we give you thanks and praise in jesus name amen 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 all right so uh what book are we uh coming out of today second kings chapter five okay second kings chapter five mm -hmm. and uh do we do we have a thought for that today godly strong godly strong mm. yeah Godless strong. Okay. Mm. Let's read a little bit and, and then I'll speak. Beginning at verse one, it says, Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and in high favor because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Now the Syrians on one of their raids had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel, and she worked in service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, Would that my Lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria. He would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his Lord, Thus and so spoke the girl from the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he went, taking with him ten talents of silver and six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. And he brought the letter 
to the king of Israel, which read, When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent you to Naaman, excuse me, say I've sent to you, Naaman, my servant, that you may cure him of leprosy. And when the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Only consider and see how he is seeking a quarrel with me. But when Elijah, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent to the king saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come now to me that he may know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stood at the door of Elijah's house. And Naaman sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh will be restored and you shall be clean. Mm. Now, uh, when when I was a kid, I grew up in the city. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, sometimes we would we would get uh, we would get uh, people that would move into the neighborhood, and uh, oftentimes we would get kids that would move from Alabama, move from Georgia, right? And some of these kids were, were like my cousins. You know, like uh, my mom, we, she moved us uh, out of the country into the city so that we could do something else besides pick. Because she grew up, you know, pick uh-huh. cotton, pick watermelon, pick cucumbers, pick tomatoes, you know, pick tobacco, pick uh-huh. something, right? And uh, so my cousins in particular, they especially the boys, uh, they, they picked a lot of watermelons. Let me tell you something. If you're picking up watermelons all day uh, as a boy, uh, it, it tends to, to build you up. Uh-huh. So all of these fellas was what we used to call country strong because <laughs> this is the environment that they lived in, you know what I mean? Yes. They developed some muscles. You know, they were like Junior Popeyes, you know, and it's like, I mean, I had some strength to me, but uh, it wasn't until later on I started lifting weights and whatever that I even, but but they just were from just their activities. Yes. Just uh, all the work they did around the farm, they were country strong. Yes. Yeah, I mean, them cats to, to do some stuff was like, you know, and I just look at them it's like, wow, you strong. But but that was in the natural. Uh, But in this story, we see a young lady that's godly strong. Mm. Just I mean, everything that that we know about her says that her circumstances should have weakened her. But yet these these circumstances had caused her to be so strong in her faith that she was a beautiful example of someone that had become godly strong. Mm. 
it, it, it tells you that that this Naaman was a great man. He was commander of the army, and uh, he was well favored by mm-hmm. the king of Syria, and he been victorious in battle, was a very valiant, uh, uh, valiant man mm-hmm. and a man of valor. But he physically had had a problem. Mm. He had what it, had been known to them was an incurable disease. That's right. He had leprosy. I mean, a flesh-eating disease that literally flesh you know, it rots and falls off, and it's it's uh, contagious, and uh, you, you know it's hard to even be around people. So it's just uh, it's just a testimony to him that he was able to excel uh, at what he was doing, even though he was in this condition. Mm. And you had to know that that everybody wanted him to 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 get better. I mean, he even had a wife, right? Yep. However, he was saddled with this problem. But but in their raids, in their their goings, in their conquering, they had conquered a, a part of uh, Israel. And and in their conquering, they would bring back uh, some of the captives of the areas that they subdued. And, and they would make them slaves. They would subject them to slavery and use them in, in personal service. Her personal service had, had to be kind of kind of interesting. You know, she, she was a maid, but she was in personal service to a great man. So there had to be some things about her that allowed her to come this close yes. to, to this great man that, that she would be this close to his wife. Uh, you know, there's something that um, when I was listening to you talk, it, it made me think about oftentimes how there's so many great people uh, that have um, with, within the body of Christ They've, they've demonstrated um, faithfulness, uh, the ability to, to pray and uh, effectively um, and study and do all these things, but yet there, there, there's still an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, Paul talks about uh, lay aside the weight Yes. That so easily besets us. Mm-hmm. It's just like that one thing that, that's constantly uh, trying to kill you, mm-hmm. trying to attack you. Yeah, the- every one of us, we're going to deal with things in our lives. The beauty of this situation is Naaman may have never ever uh, come to to the conclusion that there was a remedy for his condition. Any hope? Any hope? Yeah. But this young girl mm-hmm. had the boldness to say to her mistress, if he could just get to the prophet in Samaria, she didn't say that, you know, there's a one out of ten <laughs> that, uh, you know, something, something positive 
uh, no, she said to her mistress, he would cure him of his leprosy. That's a bold statement. Yes. To say about uh, Elijah. That's a bold statement to say to her mistress. I mean, she's really putting herself out there. Yes. Because what what if he can't get to Elijah? I mean, the king of, of, of Israel, when he got this letter from the king of Syria, he thought the man was trying to start a war. That's right. And an incident like this could have started a war. Yep. And if a war started, what might have happened to this young girl? If he went over there, got to the man of God, and the man of God didn't heal him, what could? And had she ever seen the man of God or ever seen him cure le leprosy? But she was faithful. Yes. She was bold in her faith. Yes. Yes. And, and you know, that's the thing. I think we, uh, as children of God, we need to be spiritually aware and discerning uh, who may be speaking into our life. Mm -hmm. Because they may have something. It could be the least likely person you expect. Correct. To bring a word to you. Uh, so we can't immediately just judge them by appearance or status we don't even know her name that's right we don't know what we, you know if anything ever got better for her and i doubt if she was doing this to try to get a raise you know <laughs> <laughs> but she had such faith yes she was so godly strong in her faith that she was able to say this to her mistress and, and, and proclaim this about God and proclaim this about the man of God and, and stand in, in, in a surety that he would be healed even though he had a disease, the leprosy, that was known to be absolutely, totally incurable. Mm -hmm. Where are the saints that are godly strong? Mm -hmm. Where are the saints with, with, with this kind of, of faith, with this kind of boldness, with their faith? Where are the saints that will stick themselves, uh, uh, you know, in the, the course of, of, of ridicule and, and, and all the things that others might say? Where are the saints bold enough to stand and to withstand? Where are the saints that are godly strong in this day? That they that they can speak to leaders, speak to to speak to people in great positions, and stand firm of who God is and what what He will do. And and the other thing that you can take away from this, she understood order. Oh yeah. She didn't just go to him and just you know directly and just spit out. She understood that uh, where her position was, mm -hmm. and she took the right steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of the key things that we have to often think about when we're doing something. God does everything in decency and in order. Mm -hmm. But the the powerful thing is mm -hmm. she stepped. Yes. And she stepped out on faith. And she boldly encouraged all of them to follow her in faith. Amen. She was a servant. But in, in, in this situation is consequence that he was dealing with she became his leader to to a place for deliverance and healing
And her words, her words of faith, reached the king of both countries. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It reached this great man. Yes. And this man caught hold of faith from her faith and, and went to the king and said, send me over here. I, I need to go because this young girl, this servant, her faith tells me that there might be a possibility and I need to go and see if it's possible. Amen. And, and, and look at what he went with. This man, he had 10 chains of clothes. He had 6,000 shekels of silver, 10 uh, of gold, of, uh, yes, of gold, 10 talents. So he had means. Yes. He had money. But he needed someone with godly strong faith that would, that would help him and strengthen him. And, and David, there are so many people that are just weighed in the balance. And they need someone that's godly strong, someone that's strong and bold in their faith to, to come and show them a way, to come and give them a push, to come and lend them a hand in, in encouragement. So they could try God and see God do the very impossible in their lives. Too many people are, are, are in need of, of godly strong believers that will, that will come and take a stand. Yes. And be willing to, to not just say it, but, but believe it enough that they will say it and point people in the right direction. Give them hope. Yes. Give them a chance. You know, I think people often uh, struggle with this because at one point they may have felt that level of high level of confidence and all of a sudden uh, because they didn't pray about a matter or something and then they stepped out on their own mm -hmm. and made a bold claim about something mm -hmm. and and for say it didn't come to pass or it didn't uh, happen like the way it stated they would, now their confidence is shattered. Uh, mm -hmm. their, 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 their trust level with other people, because I know how you talk about the importance of building trust. Mm -hmm. um, so it's important to make sure that we stay uh, constantly before God, that we are truly hearing him. Mm -hmm. um, and a, a great example uh, I believe is, is coming up in a couple weeks um, with our uh, ordination. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there's, you know, we're, we're doing everything possible to make sure uh, safety is priority number one. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, given that our current pandemic and everything that's going on, we want to make sure that all things are in order and lined up properly. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and that starts first and foremost before anything speaking with God and hearing from God yes and then secondly now uh, that we you know uh, we've heard from God now how are we going to uh, act upon the word that's Execute. given to mm -hmm. exactly um, in wisdom exactly and and that's what we want to make sure that we're see operating it, in. let me just uh, help you with that see sometimes God speaks and gives us the direction, but we fail to wait on the details. Watch this. And that's how the devil gets in the details. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Don't just get the, the high level from God. 
ask God if he'll give you the minute. Uh-huh. And ride out on, on not just a notion. Right. But a direction from, from on high. And he'll give you everything specific. Oh, yeah. Just like he did with Noah. He no gave doubt. specific measurements. Yes. Specific materials. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the ark. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything he does, God is very specific in his details. Mm-hmm. But back to this point. Mm-hmm. This young girl had faith. Yes. Now, now listen. Going back to what you said. It, it wasn't religious guessing. It was faith and, and a divine direction. See, we've got to connect our faith to something that, that's real. Because too many people step out, quote unquote, on faith and do stuff. That's, and it's not faith. It's flesh. You know, it's like they come up with something and they want God to come and make it good. That's not how it goes. I promise you this young lady had a a relationship with God. And somewhere in her speaking to God, he gave her the the word, the direction, the boldness to go and say what she said. Amen. We've got to keep the relationship that gives us the connection to receive from God. And in that same connection, we won't just receive the word, but we'll receive the boldness. We'll see, receive the strength in our faith the, that we can be godly strong and go and say what God has told us to say, to, to tell them, thus saith the Lord, uh-huh. if my master, and she was, she was you know, she, even though she, she didn't hold the fact that she was a slave, uh-huh. she didn't let that get in the way. Watch out. She didn't let her be in a mistress. <laughs> I can't believe y'all, you know, y'all need to let me go back home. How y'all going to treat me like this? You know, I didn't grow up to be like this. You ain't that much better than me. She didn't let any in of that get in the way. She didn't get mad with God. Come on now. You telling me about sending him over there to get healed. Why don't you heal me out of this slavery? Why, yeah, you know, get me out. Yeah, get me come out. On. Yeah, she didn't let any of that get in the way. Yes, sir. Okay, God, you got me here. Maybe this is why you have me here. Maybe you you brought me into this position, even through means that I would not have chosen for myself, so that I can stand for you, so I can be godly strong, and so I can let people know. Just look at what the what the what the little girl said. Mm-hmm. She said. Would that my Lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria. Now you my Lord, but but you need this prophet. And I wish you was over there with him. Now you conquering, but you coming back home with leprosy. But over there, there's a man, a man of God that can help you. If you can get to him, don't go to conquer him. Go and ask him for help. He would cure him of his leprosy. Amen. And her strength filtered through the wife, Naaman, the king. And, and the king sent a letter, and this man took an entourage and went before the man of God. And the man of God told him, okay, you're here now. No problem. All you need to do is go and, and take a little dip in the water. 
and that's going to do it. Why, go and watch seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored. And it says in verse 14, so he went down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. And I'd like to say according to the word of the man of God that he had been told about by the little servant girl who was godly strong in her faith. Yeah. But it says when he dipped seven times, in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God, his flesh was restored. Oh, man. And look at the description. Yes. Like the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. No longer did, did he have to hide from people. No, no longer did, 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 did he uh, was a pariah in society. No leprosy. Yes. He, you know, he, when he did what he did and God cleansed him, that just tells me that God is able to restore to you the years yes. that the locusts and the palmer and the canker yeah, yeah. What, Whatever the world, whatever the situation, whatever the circumstances have damaged or taken away, he can heal it. He brought his skin back to youth. He can restore it. Yes. He can make it even better. Yes. Than it was. But we just need people that are godly strong in their faith that will go and proclaim a word, that will go and reveal a God, that will go and spread the gospel, the good news that, that you can be delivered. Yes. That's what happened to me. I, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't know if I would ever get delivered from drinking. I've been drinking since I was three. Yeah, that's I didn't know I, if I would ever get delivered from drugs. I was doing every drug known to man, everyone that I knew of. But when a little girl at a bus stop <laughs> go ahead, Pastor. shared the gospel with me, yes, and, and invited me to a Bible study. That little girl and her boldness being godly strong didn't weigh a good 115 pounds. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a frat athlete, you know, no, but she had, but she was stronger in her faith than I was. And she helped me to get totally delivered. So from, from that Wednesday night in November, of 1976 to this very day. Yes. I can say I got nameless testimony. I've been clean from alcohol from then until now. Amen. I've been clean from drugs. Nothing up my nose. Ain't had to roll up nothing. Ain't strapped up my arm and stuck nothing in my vein. Not a single time from that day, that Wednesday night until this very day. Over 40 years ago, but it just took a little girl that was strong enough in her faith to help me because she was godly strong. Amen, amen. So many of us, so many of us, David, 
we, we need to get up and get out. We need to stand. Look, and if you don't have that boldness, if, if you're not that strong yet, ask God for strength. Spend some time with the Lord. Have a discerning ear. Because I promise you, God, God won't give you for a, a word for somebody else and not help you. Amen. Can you imagine how, how this, this lady might have been treated or rewarded once Naaman got back to Syria, mm-hmm. clean and healed? And her greatest reward was that, that, that she was able to give glory to her God. Because when, when Naaman came back, they, they were, look at what the prophet said. When the king was afraid to, to send uh, Naaman after he had come with, with, with this letter, the, 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 the king of Israel said, you know, I mean, he's trying to start a fight. Mm-hmm. This, this is a, you know, he, he's trying to cause confusion. Am I God? No, he wasn't. But there was a God, and this young girl had inspired this man to go and seek that out. And look at what the man of God said. He said, no, let him come out before me. Don't, 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 don't be worried about this thing. Let him know that there is a prophet, that there is a man of God in Israel. But this whole chain of events happened because one young girl was godly strong. Yes. And I want to speak even to the young people that are listening to us. Amen. Don't look at your position as far as your age are concerned. Your age is concerned. If God has given you strength, stand in it and stand on it. Yeah. You, you may be the on the on the lowest rung of the totem pole on your job, but let God move through. You you might have to pray for your CEO. You, you, you might have to give a word of encouragement to your manager or your supervisor. You, you may be the prophet, the prophetess on your job that God uses to bring a word. Yes. And you've got to step forth. You've got to be godly strong. You've got to be strong in your faith because that's what the world needs. Yes. I'm so grateful to God that he's sending people in, into management, into, into medicine, uh, into law, and into athletics. He's sending Christians everywhere to give the world access to him. But we can't cut the access off in doubt and in fear. We've got to open up and know that, that, that we're the hope of the nation if we are godly strong. God wants you to hear this message and to leap up in your faith, to listen to him. Wait, I say wait, but, but, but when he gives you the word, don't wait another moment. Go and do what the Lord says. Amen. Trust him. Believe in him. Hope in him. And spread that trust. Sp- spread that belief. Spread that faith. Be godly strong that we can strengthen this nation. And greater hope and belief in a true and living God. We need to be godly strong. Amen. Amen. Uh, that's the word for today. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We are to be bold as lions. 
not be dismayed by people's faces or positions or titles or age. As long as we're standing on his word, amen, we, we have an assurance in God that it will come to pass. For all the promises of God are yea and amen. So we thank God for the man of God who brought forth the word today. We thank God for this conversation. We pray that you are able to get something out of this, that you are encouraged to know that you're able to uh, be bold, to, to be godly strong, and to know that you have a God who's got your back. So we're going to ask Pastor to go ahead and close us out in prayer. And we pray that you receive this. Heavenly Father, I just ask that you help your children right now. So many of them have been robbed of their faith by sin and by disobedience. Lord, they know you and they know how, how wonderful and great you are and, and all that you're able to do. But because of their shortcomings and because of their spiritual failures, Lord, they, they've seen a, a diminishing, they've seen a, a hindrance to, to truly trusting and believing uh, like they know that you really are who you are. So first of all, Lord, for, forgive them. Lord, forgive me. Forgive us. Don't let there be anything that we do or anything in us that hinders us from operating in godly faith. And God, I pray by the power of your Holy Spirit that you touch every person listening to this message at this moment and that you bless them, Lord. I pray by the Holy Ghost that you strengthen the faith. I pray that you will give them a word. I pray that you will give them direction. I pray, Lord, that you will help them to trust and believe in you for their needs, for their impossible being possible. And, and Lord, I pray that you will give them a word that will, when it's spread, that will increase the glory and honor due to your name. Let a word go forth that will touch the unsaved, Lord, and cause them to hope and trust and believe in you like never before. Save souls, Lord, like my soul was saved because some saint of God stood up in their godly faith, their, their godly strength, and shared the, the gospel with someone that needed it. Father, we thank you just for this opportunity to spread hope and encouragement with this word from on high. Bless us, Lord, to continue to do your will and your work that others might be blessed. Bless now. Give us an increase in our godly strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services 
on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.